And what would you say to people who, you know, they're looking at this and they all they think about Vegas is Sin City. And, you know, just like as a man who's got a family here, who's mm-hmm. raising kids here, yeah. who, you know, was in church here. Like, what would you say to those people who are like, oh, it's Vegas? I think uh, Vegas is the mecca, personally, to me for um, the way you put it is Vegas is the mecca for people that are coming to know Christ. Wow. Because Sin City, you come in here to turn up. But you may happen to see somebody from our church, City Light, you for know, sure, for that, sure. uh, that live here. Mm-hmm. And you might happen to stop by at a service at, you know, 10 o'clock, yeah. 11. So when they're like, oh, I got time. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I got time. I feel like uh, especially this is a great place. There's, there's so many churches here, so many great churches, so many great pastors. And I just feel like most people don't understand that about Vegas because all they think about is a strip, but there's a whole nother community off of that one street. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're coming here from another city, research about the churches. You'll you'll find some good information. It's crazy to grow up here and then you you know you grow I grew up, I left, I came back. Mm-hmm. And we've been back for almost seven years now. Yeah. Never thought I would come back, but God changes everything, right? And then I'm like, man, and I was in the South. So it's like that's supposed to be the mecca for just God in the nation. Bama, uh, Alabama, Georgia, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Tennessee—that whole. Oh, okay. I'm all in there. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, oh, and then they're just like, Vegas though, but there's no God, there's no mm-hmm. Jesus there. Right. And then you, even coming back and just seeing like the churches that are flourishing mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. the churches that are doing well here, and we're still a very unchurched city. It's crazy. It's crazy to say that when you when you've grown up in it, like mm-hmm. looking from the outside in, you're talking about people that are coming to Las Vegas. Like, right. Even though it's unchurched, I feel like if you go onto social media and you type in Las Vegas Church, you're gonna find a lot of churches going down your timeline. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's new churches or just now that we have social media at our fingertips, we can be exposed. Yeah. Very easy, as opposed to before. It's you either know somebody on the west side, you flying in, <laughs> go over here to Ebenezer, or yeah, you know. or you know some of the more like predominant CCM churches, mm-hmm. so you know them. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say there's like those known places. Yeah. We've got the knowns, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. there's just so many that you just don't know about, right? And they're there and they're doing God's work, and you just unless you hear, right. so you got to get here. And when you get here, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, oh, okay, there's a church. Oh, we is it? church right there okay oh and no state tax oh okay mm, mm, we like it we want to keep it that way so if you're coming here yeah, don't, don't be voting don't crazy be all that don't be voting crazy we don't want that <laughs> we don't want that we like what we're doing uh so you that school in elementary school mm-hmm. i'm sure that has a lasting effect how does that carry on through middle school high school like does that continue or are you just kind of like deviating away from being the mayor yeah. of this economy. <laughs> so, you know, you're fifth grade, so you might think you hot stuff. Like, I was the mayor. I got the key to the city. Mm-hmm. Then I go to Mulaski Middle School, and that's kids from all over. Wow. And now I'm back on the bottom of the totem pole, sixth grade, having to prove myself again, right? Okay. Um, and proving myself there was where basketball became, like, that was the way for me to, like, make my mark. Gotcha. And I remember sixth grade, uh, I think there, I don't know if there was a varsity team or whatever, but 
I don't think I made the sixth grade team. I don't think any of us did, except for my friend Aaron Parker. Wow. He made it. Um, and at the time, Tommy Pham, who plays for the Diamondbacks now, he mm -hmm. was like the man. Uh, so I was just trying to just get better in the mm -hmm. offseason, playing on the blue chips, and then finally started playing, getting good, and uh, just became a leader like at my school. And then seventh grade, eighth grade, got really close to like winning. We played uh, DeMar DeRozan, Brandon Jennings, um, all these really, really great basketball players. Because, again, I'm with the blue chips. So, like, when we're not in season. You're still, we, yeah, y'all yeah, still going. Doing circuits. We were on P. Miller's, uh, like, some like some type of show where, like, he, they had a traveling team. Mm -hmm. And DeMar DeRozan and Brandon Jennings were on there. And that was, like, the worst beating I think I've ever got in the history <laughs> of basketball. I remember it to this day. We were in seventh grade. And Brandon Jennings is windmilling. DeMar DeRozan's throwing it off the backboard. Like, it was nuts. Um, so... We do that eighth grade, then I go into high school, and then from there it was just more so about, you know, trying to find an identity in high school because again, bottom of the totem pole. Now it's yep. about what you got on, uh huh. You know how that goes. Who, you, what, what clique are you oh, in? Yeah, all yeah. these different. You're like uh -huh. the stuff that we thought mattered, but don't matter no uh -huh. more. You're like, uh -huh. <laughs> man, I really cared about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. That was there any business in there, or was it purely just sports for so, you? So uh, I think I've always had a business mindset. I don't know if that's coming from my mom and my dad. Uh, my mom's realtor, dad's retired police officer here okay. uh, for over thirty years, and I was selling things during the time in school. I was selling shoes. Um, I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood, mm -hmm. so my mom fried great chicken and. News got back to her that I was selling that chicken to the people at school. Wait, 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 pause. pause. Bagging it, get, dishing so, it off. So mom's kids. moms was was frying chicken at home, and, and you're like, thinking, how did the kid? How did they even find out so that it was, she it was neighborhood kids? And I'm like, hey man, my mom fries the best chicken. Like, oh, bring some to school. Fry to school, but you know you can't buy this for it's not free. Yeah, it's five. So wow. And they were like, Miss Hayes, we love your chicken. And she's like, what are they talking about? Right. Okay. So yeah. what was that conversation like with mom that you're being an entrepreneur right. and she, and does, even, she does not know that no. she is mm -hmm. your supplier? You, yeah. How yeah. did that go? Uh, let's just say I didn't sell chicken anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that anymore. But I think the, uh, I mean, throughout childhood and stuff, I would always like wash cars, I wanted a job. I worked at Taco Bell and Albertsons within like a four-week span. Mm -hmm. And then my dad took me to In-N-Out Burger because that was like the thing. Like what Chick-fil-A is now. Is yeah, like if you can work Burger. at In-N-Out, yes, that was the place. It was high paying. Sure. So uh -huh. he told me to go in there with a smile. I go in there, shake their hand. They were like, you're so presentable. My dad basically prepped me on what to do. Uh -huh. And I worked at In-N-Out from 16 years old until 22. Wow. To the point where I was going to go to In-N-Out Burger University. What What changed? Uh, money. I mean, the In-N-Out Burger managers, they're making like six figures, but that's a store manager. Mm -hmm. Target pulled up on me. Hey, you know, <laughs> graduate from UNLV. You want to be an executive? I'm like, oh, I love titles. That sounds cool. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. you're, all right. So you're in, okay. There's a lot happening mm -hmm. here with this kind of entrepreneurship business vibe that's mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. is that just like met your so your dad's prepping you your mom's prepping you mm -hmm. do you come from like a long line of people who are you know business minded or were you kind of like the first of a 
generation I that think, really picked it up. I think I'm the first of the generation. My mom's always been in sales. She's a realtor, so she's always, you know, commissions is something that's like natural for her, but we never mm -hmm. really talked about like the money that she made okay. or like my dad, I'm, my mom said the other day, like we used to sit down and do like checkbooks together. Don't remember that at all. Like, <laughs> I don't remember it. But uh, I think I'm the first of our kind for our family personally, like that's been in sales. I've been in sales for over a decade. I mm -hmm. mean, professional sales, other right. sales, yeah, different, but professional sales over a decade. And I know it takes some time in order for you to become like really good at something. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've become very good at sales just from everything that I've done. I haven't even talked about after Target, but. Well, yeah, yeah. we're going. But what, <laughs> what about sales is your thing? Like what makes you say like, oh, like it clicked for you that sales was what you wanted? Um, I've always been moved by getting the things that I wasn't allowed to get as a child. I held on to that stuff, like circling stuff in the East Bay magazine and like taking it to my, I know you did it too, right? Dude, the East, Mom, I, I, oh, the I, East Bay magazine along with the JCPenney's magazine. Mm -hmm. Circling it and going, I can tell you right now, you're not going to get any of this. And then you walking away with the wet face or like there was stuff that I wanted that probably wasn't like right for me at the time. Mm -hmm. So I've always wanted to be able to go back and get those things. And wow. sales gave me the ability to not only make the income, but have the relationships and really shine through with my personality. I've been always told like your personality sells before any product. Right. So once I understood that, oh, I could just be me and get paid for doing it. Done deal. Changed it up. I couldn't go back to like a normal quote unquote nine to five. I had to, right. I had to go get it.